0: Uh oh, this thing's on. Hey, everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is The Tybo Show. Welcome, welcome everyone. Again, this is Ty Eden, and uh, this is my show, The Tybo Show. And this episode, we are sitting with Mike Grask, who is the current but outgoing mayor for Wheaton. Mike has been the mayor of Wheaton for well, as long as I've known him, 10, 12 years, something like that. And uh, very gregarious, very personable individual. I've always liked uh, hanging out with Mike. He's always very funny, got um, very insightful uh, outlook on things and very well read. So our first attempt was a a telephone conversation, which didn't really uh, turn out real well. So I was able to convince him to meet me over at the Wheaton Library, and we were able to find a room in order to conduct the interview. Uh, It's a little echoey, so I apologize that uh, for that with uh, all of my listeners, but um, here we go. Okay, Mike, thanks for uh, coming on to the podcast show with me. I appreciate
1: it. Ty, Ty, happy to do it. It's always good to see you, and I'm, I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you, thank you. I know we've known each other for oh, a long time—ten, twelve years. Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah.
1: By the, uh, the old Breakfast Club back in uh, Winfield.
0: Yeah, yeah. The BNI group, right? Over right. Uh, Two thousand
1: and five, maybe fourteen years. Wow. Okay, a long time. Yeah, a long time indeed.
0: And. Um, are you a native of
1: Wheaton? Did you grow up close, and born here? Or? Close. Uh, people, are, people are quite proud of that, aren't they? And I, I guess other communities have that spirit also, but I think it's it's more uh, present. It's more uh, overwhelming here in Wheaton. Uh, you know, sadly, I did not. We moved into town in 1964. Uh, I had just finished eighth grade. We moved in from Villa Park. Um, and like I tell people, it's a like gaping hole in my Wheaton resume. I never attended schools here. I went to high school in a while. At, uh, at that time, St. It it's now Bennett Academy. Um, so I never attended schools here, but I've lived here, like I tell people, on and off since 1964. Um, my wife and I met through St. Mike's when we were in high school. She was at St. Francis. I was at Bennett. Uh, our parents knew each other. So it's kind of like one of those uh, indie, uh Andy Hardy novels or something, you know that. <laughs> that uh, our parents used to play bridge together on a, on a, on a once-a-month bridge club from St. Mike's, and uh, we had mutual friends. Uh, the, uh, the woman and the girl then, but a woman now, who lived across the street from us, uh, was a high school chum of Kathleen's, Pam by name, and I've known Pam for longer than I've known Kathleen. Pam introduced me to Kathleen. So, and here we are uh, 50 some years later and Pam and Kathleen are still good buds. It's one of those, one of those true hometown, little, little town, you know, big town, little town uh, stories that we can tell. Childhood sweethearts. We are. We dated uh, in high school a little bit, uh, college on and off, got engaged, uh, junior year of college, got married right after we graduated in 1972, uh, moved around a bit, uh, grad school downstate and then we moved a bunch of places lived overseas for a while lived in england when we were first married oh, uh, yeah, how exciting. i yeah i taught school over there yeah kathleen worked for the university of london she's a nurse registered nurse and then uh, came back um 74 5 no 76 whatever it was and lived around dupage county here west chicago carol stream the kids were born two boys they were born we lived in carol stream and then we moved back to wheaton in 83 and the uh Small town, local town, Andy of uh, Mayberry Store picks up again. <laughs> the boys went to grammar school at St. Mike's, as Kathleen did, as, as, as their mother did. And they also, both of them went to Wheaton North and then on to college and grad school that are, they're both them in education now. Their wives are educators also. Um, but yeah, and we're downsizing now. We've hit that, that, uh, that phase of it. Uh, the big house, as I call it. Uh, three, uh, three bedrooms, two baths, uh, Huge backyard, 300-foot deep yard. Uh, we sold that off a couple of years ago, moved into condominiums across the street from the post office. Convenient. Convenient. We have two-bed, two-bath condominium there, which is just fine for offering accommodations to visiting friends and... One thing and another, and um, downsized everything. Got rid of a lot, a lot of accumulated junk in the garage and in the basement. When you've got that much more space, Ty, you just tend just to fill it up with more junk. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to be
0: wrestling that uh, that bear myself when it comes to that day. There is
1: that spark of joy theory. Have you heard that? I heard. I don't. I forget. It's a Japanese writer. It's a book. It's really more of a pamphlet. And the bottom line on it is, if you look at an item and it does not give you a spark of joy, chuck it. <laughs> You know, you know. Aunt Edna gave me this. I hate Aunt Edna. Boom, gone. You know, <laughs> I've got to make a footnote of that. I tell now, you I, what, spark, spark of Joy. Google it. It's a it's a little teeny pamphlet book, but it was like inspiration for us. Like, okay, good. We really don't need sixteen turkey platters, do we? <laughs> oh, my kitchen is overwhelmed
0: with ah, stuff that I've got to ah, go through yeah. serving bowls and dishes and. Cookie pans, oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yeah. I'm yeah. not we, looking forward to that. I'm pay. trying to bite off like a closet at a time. That's a good time. way to do
1: it. Good way to do it. Work at it. Work yeah, at
0: it. Just kind of eat, yep, yep. eat eat the elephant one bite at a time. There it's you go. And you can still,
1: the elephant is still dead, and he will be gone.
0: But it's just one bite at a time. Exactly. Correct, correct, exactly. Correct. So that that way, the day of move is not so overwhelming. So you started out your career being teaching? Teaching school,
1: grammar school mostly, a little bit of high school. Okay. I was adjunct faculty also at um, Aurora College. It was a university back then. And I had a brief stint, a, a quarter semester, whatever it was, at City College in Chicago. I taught at uh, Wright Community College. Uh, in, in, in the city. Always hoping that there'd be an opening on the faculty, someone would move away, or not that I'm wishing a death for anyone, but if someone would leave, that would be okay. And they would say, gee, Mike, hey, you're okay. Why don't you take this job? I go, sure. That never happened. Uh-huh. So, um. And then also, uh, for a while, uh, eight years I taught, then for a while, a long while, uh, 23 years, we ran the family business. <laughs> we were in credit and collections. I uh, We were the mean old bill collector. We did a lot of work for Santa Cruz Hospital and the Ellen Clinic, various private doctor practices. Uh, got out of that in uh, '05. went to work for uh, First Choice Bank. And then they got bought out by Providence Bank. Providence is still with us. Right. Over on the Roosevelt Road at President Street. Good people. If you ever need a bank, go there. They're nice people. Tell them Mike sent you. Okay. And then um, 2013, got a little tired of that, banking. And I think banking got tired of me, too. Just trying to move on sort of thing. Still needed a job for another five or six years. And I saw Claire Woods had just moved into town, Claire Woods Academy. And this is cool for kids with special needs. I spoke to uh, the principal there, and he says, yeah, the board is looking to hire somebody that could introduce us to the community. And because I'm at that age in ilk tie, I kind of lost my filters. I said, well, why wouldn't you hire the mayor, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got elected mayor first time in 07, and then I uh, just have about 40-some days left. We're done May 5th, uh, new, pre- uh, new president, new mayor is going to be sworn in. Uh, elected a lot on. of change, a lot of change yeah. in these
0: years that you've been, uh, yeah, and
1: I am in I'm, charge. I am, um, uh, uh, that word's in quotes. Um, yeah, but you know, we have a professional staff, which makes life easier. I mean, not that it's a piece of cake, and yes, you gotta make tough decisions, but we are a, uh, uh, you know, we're a policy setting uh, board. Think of us like a board of directors of a company. Um, we don't hire a fire other than the city manager, right? And then he hires and fires everybody else. Uh, which is okay, because that way I, we're, you know, we're above the politics. We don't get the, you know, can you find my brother on a job? No, no, I can't. Not, but, not my job description. Right, but if you want, I could take him out for breakfast, I'll talk to him. And then if he finds some job he likes, he could put my name down as a, as a reference. I'd feel comfortable with that. But I want to talk to him first, make sure he's normal, you know, <laughs> normal by my standards. Right.
0: Especially if you're going to put your
1: name down. On exactly. Or exactly. He's going but to. it's, no, being, being the mayor, and I was on the board for eight years before that as a member of the city council. So 20 years. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been a joy. And to see, as you mentioned, you know, to see the growth and development here in town, um, the, uh, the two condominium, kind of uh, uh, units, one over by the train station, you know, Waterford Place, uh, the one, uh, across the street in the post office where I'm just coincidentally living now, uh, just moved in there three years, it'll be three years in August. Um, isn't there some uh, building over by the clock tower? That's right. Coming? Correct. Correct. That was, uh, 121. Well, the clock tower complex itself. Right. Uh, here in downtown Wheaton. And then also 121. It's, uh, those upscale luxury apartments. All that came about because of, forward-thinking staff and to a certain extent us too the elected volunteers um deciding that we, we we need to move this forward and i say i do have that perspective thank you for mentioning it growing up in town in the 60s um you know cliche time you could roll the streets up like five thirty-six o'clock that last commuter train came in from chicago you know 604 whatever boom you're done you might as well just just lock the door and throw away the key because it's not going to wake up again until 6.30 the next morning when the trains leave. Right, right. I've Um, lived here for
0: 22 years, and I remember early on, my wife and I, big uh, Mexican food fans, (laughs) and we would eat over at the Mexican place on the corner, uh, caddy corner to the train station. Right. El Zarape. El Zarape, Family owned
1: and operated. Eddie, I think Eddie is second or third generation. I think his mom still owns the building. Okay. They, uh. No, and that's pretty authentic stuff there. Oh,
0: very good yeah, food. Yeah. But I remember back in the day that you know you, if you wanted a drink, you had to be sitting
1: and eating food. And that is a relatively recent phenomenon. You, you know, you mentioned twenty some years, thirty some years ago, uh, the early '80s, there was no liquor in town. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a concerted effort on the part of the chamber of commerce, and a few and a, and a few members of the city council. I was not on the city council yet, though. I I fully supported the move, uh, and the idea behind that was. If you're ever going to get decent restaurants, you know, more than just an egg place, coffee place, which are fine restaurants. But if you want to get anybody who's going to serve real restaurant food, think Ivy, think El Sonio, think uh, Muldoon's, think Emmett's, real restaurant food, you, right. you have to, you have to serve liquor. I mean, that's just. They go hand in hand. That's just, that's just the way it is. I, I used to know the number on that, but a certain percentage, I think it's like half. Of a of a typical restaurant bill, or maybe a third of a typical restaurant bill is is uh, is liquor. Yeah. So I can you know I can give you I can, I can sell you a pork chop and mashed potatoes, but if I've also got a beer and wine or hard liquor list, isn't that good? And we have, we've we've taken it as about as slowly and as methodically as possible in terms of of of, of liquor licenses in the town. We have I got last count it's twenty seven. They're alphabetical. Okay. So they go A B C D D all the way to Z. Mm-hmm. And then it starts again a a b b. It's so it's like and you it's, got a ways to go. It is so specific. There are licenses for uh, uh, the wine shop in town. Uh, oh, uh, tasting divine. Yes, and there uh, that that was a specific license that came to us. The grocery store recently came to us. Uh, they wanted a cafe license. You know they have they have the big license where you can sell uh, hard liquor, wine, spirits. All that, but they also wanted to have a cafe license where they could sell you a (laughs) bottle of wine, and in some cases, I'm not quite sure if this has ever come to fruition yet. Where you would buy your steak or your chicken, and they would cook it for you, cork the wine, charge you accordingly, Mm -hmm. and then you'd be done. And there's also the sip and ship. One more time, shop and sip. (laughs) That's a close one. Say, say that fast five shop times. And ship. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, shop and SIP um, designation. I don't know if anybody's gotten that one yet, where you can literally sip on an alcoholic beverage while strolling the aisles. Um they've applied for that. I don't know if we've issued any of those licenses yet. But it's a uh
0: That's a different venue.
1: It it is, and they tell us that um the other, other big, uh, other big stores like Mariano's and other towns uh-huh. do it like, well, okay, that's not necessarily a reason to do it. You know, what mom you know, mom used to say, if everybody jumped off a cliff, would you follow them? <laughs> no. But, um, it, it seemed like a legitimate purpose. I gotta check on that one. I, I don't know if we changed the ordinance or not, but, there, but, uh, but there was talk of doing that. And, you know, and then with that came, came the developments. Uh, rooftops follow the rooftops follow, um, stores follow the rooftops. So you built, the old, uh, uh, uh old timers, long timers, um, the old Eddie Rouge property is where Waterford place is across from the railroad station. Okay. And that was a, that was a big car dealership, Pontiac dealership when I was a kid. And that, as, as, as the way that many car dealerships went, uh, just went defunct, uh, C- couldn't keep up. He's in mm-hmm. a little isolated corner of of, of, a, of a downtown, and a sleepy downtown for that matter, mm-hmm. you know, not located along Ogden Avenue or North Avenue. And that just went defunct and was vacant for the longest time. Um, the TIF districts helped tax increment financing districts, which was cooperative vet venture in a part of the school district and the park <coughs> district and the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, the county, uh, mosquito abatement, couple taxing districts, all the taxing districts had to cooperate on that and we were able to put together uh development plans to make the uh, that land more attractive to a developer to come in and that's how that's how Waterford Place 110 units wow. got built back in the late 90s yeah I was on the park board late 80s I was on the park board at the time and we had a meeting to talk about with the city they city met with the parks and with the school districts and anybody who wanted to, to tell them what this meant and what it was doing. And it seemed like a good idea. You don't click taxes on that in a, in a nutshell, reader's digest version. You as a district taxing body do not click taxes on that. You suspend that. Mm-hmm. The, 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 uh, developer comes in and has a plan that says, okay, this land is now worth, um, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to put up this, Five story, hundred unit building, and it, when it's done, it's going to be worth one hundred million. And instead of getting taxes on one hundred thousand dollars, you are going to get taxes on one hundred million. Okay, we'll do that.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll delay for a little while, and a little while, that a little
1: while is quite a long while actually, twenty three years. But oh. but the point is, if you are talking about the life of a of a city of a village, that's a drop in the bucket. Wheaton's been around as a village since the eighteen thirties, incorporated uh, as a city since the eighteen uh, since eighteen fifty nine. So, I mean, in, a, in the in a big picture, yeah, the, that, and then that money that you collect as taxes are, are used to pay off the loans that you need. Sure. To encourage that development. It's a, it's a wonderful system I and mean, people hear it and they think, you know, tax scam, shell game. I heard the city of Chicago is doing that, you know. Well, yeah, but we're doing it right. <laughs> In fact, that's a, that's a big bugaboo I have when people start saying like, well, you're, you know, this is like Chicago. No, no, it's nothing like the mayor's like Chicago mayor. No, no, nothing at all like that. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. like that
0: jumping off the cliff thing.
1: Is it's that a, you yeah, you know, like, why would, too. You, why would you, why would you say that? Because, I mean, the city, I, mean, I, 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 I have the three P's. I've ever bored you with that one. The three Ps are payroll, um, pension, and I've forgotten the third one, it'll come to me. Uh payroll, uh I do get a payroll of sorts. Oh patronage is the other one. There we go. I do get a payroll of sorts. Uh, the mayor is paid five thousand dollars a year, about ninety bucks a week. That's uh, enough to pay coffee. Pension. barely. <laughs> buy you a coffee each day. Pension. Um we have no pension. We don't, we don't, I mean, you, you know, you hear the pensions at Springfield or in DC or whatever. Like, no, we don't do that. And the other one is patronage. And I mentioned earlier, we hire one guy and it takes four of us to hire one guy. <laughs> Seven <laughs> of us to talk about it, but four to approve it. And if the four of us approve it, we have a city manager. Uh, and he's been, our city manager's been with us now for four or five years. Prior to that, 20 years, uh, Mr. Dugan was the assistant city manager. Uh-huh. And prior to Mike Dugan, it was Don Rose, and Don was there forever. He was city manager for thirty some years Wow, and that to me back to chicago that that's where the comparison really pales Chicago versus Wheaton or pretty much any city in the suburbs that those long time city employees make you good right because they know the system, they know what they're doing, they can take people we're having a uh, an election in uh, uh as I say the first part of April. Um, there are two brand new spanking people on the who've never served on city council before. And they will once uh, who, who, who I was ever elected, particularly the new ones, will be given a, a very nice tutorial on this is the way the city works, this is what we do. I uh, remember when I was first elected back in ninety seven, right? Um, we took like a two day tour of the city. This is No, fine. You know, you know where the police station is. You know where the library is. Fine. But they took you other places too. They showed you the water storage filtration systems. They, they, you know, the city garage where they store everything now, at least. The salt and everything. Yeah, and everything. I know that sounds silly, but this is the nitty gritty. Uh, I, I call it the stuff that dreams are made of. This is what makes the city go. Right. That you have a experienced uh, highly professional trained staff whether it's in uh you know whether it's at, at you know at city hall with the city manager or uh, or you know the accounting finance departments or whether it's in uh, uh, streets and sanitation whether it's the uh you know guys driving the guys, gals too driving the snow plows um it it's it's a it's a highly trained organization with longtime employees police that's my favorite thing to do swearing swearing new officers and firefighters and, and when they, when they come in, and particularly if they're new news, sometimes you, so you, you also swear in current. Members of the staff, they're getting a promotion. They're going from, from, from sergeant to captain or whatever. Um, or field officer to you sergeant. Go. Correct. Or like correct. That. And, but these are, these are the best ones that are brand new, spanking, shiny pennies. You know, they're like 24 years old. They've been
0: naive, don't know anything. They have they're been, all out, they've been of, yes, they've been out of the academy
1: for the, you know, the ink is still wet on the graduation diploma, right? And you swear them in, you look at them and they're so excited. And I'm figuring that this guy's going to be here. Guy Gal is going to be here. 25, 30 years. Right. And we see that now people my age, even a little younger, are retiring after 25, 30 years. Right. So when I swear them in and I shake their hand and I say, Congratulations, stay safe, I'm figuring they're going to be here through. Long you know, time. Yes. You Long know, time. You know, through 2050, through 2040. And isn't, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. Because that's just our history now. Sorry, go ahead. What, uh, what drew you to the public service? It's a, uh, as I mentioned, quite proudly, it's not like Chicago. Um, it, it's it's a volunteer's post. You know, ninety bucks a month. Okay, fine, you got me. I get paid five thousand dollars a year, but it, it's it's volunteer. We started volunteering, uh, when we moved back in '83. Uh, I was active at St. Mike's. The kids were at grammar school there, so I was on the Catholic school board there. Uh, the, Did your folks volunteer? you know I remember too, my mom or? I remember my mom being uh, being a boy Scout leader when I was a cub Scout leader when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I remember my dad being active. Uh, we lived in uh, Lombard I remember my d- the Dad being active with the men 's group at church with the Holy Name Society at St. Pius the X in Lombard. Uh, I do recall that um, and I just it just kind of gravitated towards that and indeed, uh, when I started working for the company, uh, my dad uh, took me around said, so this is the Chamber of Commerce here 's the Lions Club." And by golly, I'm still members there. That's that's 82. That's 35 years ago. Long time, yeah. And um, of which I'm a new member for the Lions. I know. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Welcome if aboard. The yeah, uh, and I think it was that volunteer uh, status. And then uh, to me, it's just a logical progression mm-hmm. that okay, fine, you can be involved with the uh, with the Cub Scout troop at, at that church at school. You can be. Uh, on the chamber board of directors, you could be. I was president of the chamber for for a year, year. And likewise with the Lions Club. And the whole, to me, this was a logical progression. I was on the park board for uh, for four years. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed that immensely. Um, ran ran for the city council, got elected twice, got beaten once. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Nobody wants to talk about. We don't talk failures. about. We don't talk about those failures. Uh, then got elected mayor three times. And it's just, I mean, we decided this about a year ago. I mean, it, I, to answer your question, more directly to the point. To me, it's, it's the ultimate volunteerism. Okay. Whether, I mean, you can move up and you can, a lot of people, you know, are very happy being, you know, the, you know, their, you know, their daughter's soccer coach or their, you know, or their son's, uh, wrestling coach or whatever. Fine. It's great. I mean, you're volunteering and you're impacting his life and the community. Isn't that great? Sure. And I just got addicted to it and,
0: well, and as long as I've known you, you've always been a real people person. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, just walking into this room here at the library in downtown Wheaton, you, you, <laughs> you, you stopped and talked to four or five different people before we even got to the elevator up yeah. to the second floor. No,
1: it's, uh, and I, I, I don't imagine it'll turn off like a spigot after, uh, after May the 5th. That's my, last. unless you go crawl
0: in a hole well, and yeah, just that's, that's my. But that, I don't, I don't
1: see that being. That's my you. last official day as mayor, April the 5th, the, uh, the new, uh, The new mayor will be sworn in that afternoon or that evening. Um, the, uh, I, but I do suspect my email are going to dry up pretty quick. (laughs) And I do enjoy, um, I mean, asking people asking you to
0: help fix those parking tickets. Well,
1: there's a little bit of, actually, I have an answer for that one. You ready? I go, you know what you have to do? You know, you have to go to the city's website and print up the protest, uh, form, the, uh, the form, the claim form that says why you're disputing it, you know. a a dispute form, and then send that in to the police chief. Now, when you tell me you do that, I'll give him a call and say, look, you know, Ralph is sending in this. There's that Ralph again. Ralph is sending in this form. I said, it's not going to be fixed like this ain't Chicago. Right. I said, but but I'm sure the chief will look at it and give it his full attention, and you might get it. And you might not. I mean, I just, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's a, there's a process for that. It's right. shot. It's not just like, okay, he's, a, he's the mayor's buddy. Do it. No, it just doesn't. <laughs> oh, then I wished it worked that way. <laughs> but then again, you, you're probably happy it didn't work that yeah, way right, too, because right. then, you
0: know, word spreads quick and all of a sudden I, I spent, you're doing more in, favors for people than you really
1: want to. In that same vein, I spent most of Monday before the city council meeting with a man who remained nameless. He's angry with the guy who's building the house next door to him. And he wanted, he's, he hasn't liked the project since day one. I I talked to staff. He hasn't liked the project since day one. He's very angry. The neighbor is, it said Ralph again. Okay. Uh, And 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 he's very, very angry. He's a popular guy, Ralph. He is. He is. (laughs) Complains a lot though. And he's, and he's got, there's good Ralphs out there. Yes, there are, there are, there are. If your name is Ralph, I'm sure you're a great guy. Um, And he was commenting to the city staff that the the contractor doesn't clean up. There's paper blowing all over. And that's fine. And apparently, it's continuing to go. Now, staff has addressed this. Mm -hmm. They send out somebody from the building planning zoning department and holler at him. I don't know if they gave him tickets yet. But, you know, you have certain restrictions. There's rules for everything. Sure. There's certain restrictions you can't have your debris floating around the neighborhood. I'm sure that's some sort of littering or contractor violation or some something. And the man, I haven't called him back yet. I call, I called him back. We shared a voicemail message yesterday. I got to get back to him and talk to him in real time. But, you know, I, I did, t- I, you know, I did talk to staff and I did talk with the developer and I'm going to give Ralph a call and tell him that this is what I found out. Right. And in many cases, Ty, even if the, you're not they're not going to get the answer that they want. Like in this case, I think Ralph wants the job shut down, pull down a construction, fill up that hole. We don't want, you know, he said, <laughs> he flat out said, we don't want this house here.
0: Well, you know. Well, he's welcome to make an offer on the lot and buy well,
1: it. I, actually, I learned Then something.
0: he can, then he can do with it what you likes. I wants. learned a
1: very, very valuable comment from, from my colleague on the, on the city council, uh, John Rutledge, who's, who's in real estate, been in real estate forever. Um, he said, property owners have rights too. Just because you don't want a two-story house next to you. it's been a ranch for the last 40 years okay but if he tears that down and the house the two-story house the plans for it fit the description they're they're the right height they're the right setback they're the right whatever right you you can't really stop it it's not like uh you know it's uh, the classic is nimby you know not in my backyard mm-hmm. and i uh, we, we we do get some of that i remember that when uh remember that when mariano's I was coming into town, people believe it or not, people didn't like it because it wasn't in the downtown. I uh. went, "Whoa, I said, "Well, where are you going to find?" And I don't remember the exact uh, uh, proportions. where are you going to find you know five point six acres to build a forty five thousand square foot grocery store grocery store in the downtown. Right. Oh, I know we could condemn property. There's a bad idea. <laughs> what a horrible idea that is. No. Well, the
0: jewel that was downtown. Here wasn't that big, and they you what know, ended up getting shut it, it, down and tore out. It
1: was the, uh, from what I can recall, and like a man, you've been around this a long time, Ty, you get a goofy enough stories on you. From what I remember, and we heard this from jewel executives, that was per square foot. The best producing store they had in the zone in the area. Ooh, yeah. No well, it was only this big. It was like the world's largest white hen pantry, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I remember uh, but, that store so well. And it was it was a gem. Some somebody came up and gave us a little teary-eyed uh 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 I think it was Ralph's wife. Got up <laughs> got up the city council meeting and said, It really is a little jewel, isn't it? It's our gem, it's our neighborhood, we walk there. It's like, yeah, I understand that, but time marches on. Jewel is a property owner there. Back to my property owner, John Rutledge statement. John uh taught me that. And it's like the property owner has rights also. And as long as he follows A, B, C, and D and the setback and the elevations and
0: uh, all the criteria that he needs. Whatever. To then,
1: and if there is, if, and there are occasionally, <coughs> regularly, we get developers come in and say, well, look, you know, we need a setback of only 12 feet instead of 20 feet. Why? Because we need to put this feature in there, and we look at it. We say yes or no. Right. Generally, the the, the best part about this being mayor too is that there are people out there to help you. Other than staff, there's volunteers. Our our planning and zoning board, our police and fire pension board, the library board. I mean, there there is 15 different commissions in town. Wow. Over 100 people that time, they volunteer their time, and they are sincere. And some, as I tell everybody, whenever we did it on Monday night too, we nominated two more people for. I forget which commission commission it was. Doesn't matter, and I always put in a plug for you know you could you could do this too. Right. Uh, go to the city's website, print up the form, send it in. Um, there might not be. Maybe you want to be on the library board. Well, maybe there's no vacancy in the library board now. But next time there is one, the library board president will walk in there and say to the city clerk, "Miss Clerk, could you give me the." Stuff the uh, the file. Sure, and it's there, and that's the way you get on it. Right, right. And it's uh, we we've generally and again, it's so typical of Wheaton. We generally find when people get on these commissions, they don't leave. Right, they're so happy. Rarely, rarely, rarely do we get a, a, a commissioner who's simply not doesn't play nice. Right, and I hear that from I hear that from the chairman. And he says, you know, well, Ralph's, well, there's Ralph again. Ralph's, uh, Ralph's chairmanship, Ralph's uh, uh, a commission is, you know, is up in a year. We're not going to reappoint him. I go, okay, no problem. Let's, we'll fine. there is a stack of people out there that want to serve. Yeah. And it's just quietly done. I will call the man and say, look, here's the story. Next April, when you're up, we're not going to be reappointing you. I right. don't call him right away. I probably wait till like March 15th, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, good, good. And we've, we've had occasions where there have been some, recalcitrant members of boards that we just simply can't tolerate. And we've asked them to leave. They're not going to name names. They're, they're not even Ralph. Um, not going to name names, but people that, you know, you just take off in the corner and say, look, this ain't working. You figure this out. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and that happens. Really. Sure. It's been 20 years. I think it's, it's happened a handful of times, three or four. Those things are going to happen. That I can, you know, that I can recall. And generally, I, I go to the city council, too, and I say, look, they're looking for somebody on this board. Here's the applications we got. Or if you got somebody else, well, yes, my next door neighbor would be good at this. And I remember one of the more epic fails on a board commission was somebody that one of my council colleagues suggested. And she came in later and says, geez, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize he was such a goof. I was like, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. okay We're taking care We're of this. We're all entitled to mistakes. And if this is the worst thing you do <clears throat> this week, this month, this year, This lifetime, we're okay. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, this is not. No one died.
0: No one's in jail. So that's. So you had uh, you married your lifelong college sweetheart, high school sweetheart, right? High school sweetheart had two two kids, two boys, two boys,
1: uh, Jeffrey and Matthew. uh, St. Michael's Grammar School and Wheaton North High School. Now, are they still in the area? Are they Uh, move away? Matthew Matthew is, uh, uh, yeah, he teaches at Naperville Central. He teaches biology and anatomy, or smart aleck, he'll say he teaches students. But it's, he teaches the subjects <laughs> of biology and anatomy. Erica is a third grade teacher, reading specialist. Uh, uh, been home, home, uh, home mom now for the last five years with Caleb, our grandson. Okay. And Jeffrey and Rachel, about ten years ago, moved over to the University of Iraq in uh, Kurdistan. Yeah, northern Iraq. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah, I've been
1: saying that for ten years, and I still kind of look at my lips every time. Like, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, they've been, uh, they've been. They started out as teachers, and now they're administrators. Were you guys scared when they first uh, uh, started? I, the, the I still am every day. I still am every day. And the question I usually get, uh, you know, you know, were you scared or are they safe? And, uh, Jeff, who used to live in Baltimore, Jeff and Rachel before they moved over there, used to live in Baltimore. Okay. And he said, you know, there are Friday nights in Baltimore where I heard more gunshots than I've heard
0: in, in a year, in a year,
1: in 10 years in Iraq. Wow. Because he is in the north. The Kurds are, uh, Kurds are relatively stable. They're, they're, uh, semi-autonomous government. Um, they're, uh, in the, uh, you know, you know, you know, in the region. Um, I've met a few of the kids. We've not been over there yet. I say yet because we also have four-month-old Lincoln, uh, who was born here in the States. They came back over Christmas, had the baby here, and then took him back first of February. Um, haven't been there yet. Um, is that in the plans to? It is. To get we there? Got, we, you know, we, we gotta work on it. Uh, either uh, we met Jeff and Rachel once pre-kid in, uh, in Istanbul. It's is kind of fun, actually. You know, there's nothing like traveling overseas with your adult children. Sure. It is the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah, you know, maybe. Uh, but as it is, uh, as, as it is now, we got to work on it. You know, being retired now from my day job at Clarewoods Academy. Sure. School for kids with special needs located here in Wheaton, Right. And then also retiring as mayor in, like, I think I got 42 days left, whatever it is. Right. Um, a lot of time and do what old people do. They read books and get up late and travel. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm still in the community. I'm, got uh, Lions Club. I'm still active there, but it's a, uh, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, you know, it's a good life. I got my health. Mostly, despite the limp that some people might see, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just you end up moving just a little bit slower as and you get I do older. Everything and a little bit slower. Fine.
1: I was just amusing on that the other day. There were there were times when I used to catch the six fifteen train into work when I was teaching school, and now and I would get up like five thirty. Like so boom, 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 done. Right? right. No, now it's like I get up now. I don't have to be anywhere at any time. I'll get up. I'll, I'll wait for Kathleen to clear out. Uh, she goes to work. She's still working uh, until June one. Uh you know, Kathleen will clear out at eight eight o'clock and then I'll meet I might roll over again. Of course I got the construction now on Wesley Street. So you get the roast you. Beep, beep, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I love them, I hate them. Um and that's a good hour and a half, and I just take my time, you know, I gotta do this and oh I've gotta tie both shoes. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know fine i can do that
0: well they do sell slip-ons
1: well i'm working on that or the velcro ones are the ones that actually the kids at the school use it the kid with the with the springy tie things right springy, yeah, yeah yeah i've got that a, all those
0: choices for my little guy patrick who you know That's special, right, needs. special
1: needs yes, yes yes i do know that yeah, yeah, it's a, he, yeah he
0: hates the tie shoes but he loves the 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 slip-ons so the slip-ons get wore out and it's like patrick can i interest you in these great tie shoes I don't know, Dad. You know,
1: honey, can we talk? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. Well, listen, Mike. We're kind of at the end of the show here. I appreciate you coming on and spending time and learning some things about uh, your life and the background, and mostly about the city. Um, yeah, that's it.
1: Can't be doing. It. Anybody has a question for the mayor, they can call me up until and including about noon on May the fifth. Right, forty-two days, whatever 42 it is. Days. Yeah, there you go. There okay. you go. And after that. Uh, Call the new mayor. You know, <laughs> he's a nice guy. There's, yeah. uh, you know, there's two guys running and somebody says, who are you supporting? I go, neither and both. Right. Either would do a fine, fine job. John Perinderville, I've served with 10 or 12 years. Ditto with Phil Cease. They, they both have uh, Wheaton in their heart and, uh, and they're dying to collect $90 a week.
0: So <laughs> they got to cover that Starbucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, no, they're just, uh, you know, both good guys and uh, whoever wins, uh, Wheaton will be a winner also. Excellent. Very good. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ty.
0: Well, as you can see, Mike Grask is a a bit of a personality. Always love sitting and uh, visiting with him. So I want to extend an appreciation and thank all my listeners for tuning in to our show. Uh, We're looking to come out each week with a a new show. Again, something a little different each week. uh, Find some different personalities and so forth. Right now, I'm not far enough planned out to know who I'm going to have on for next week. So be that as it may. Again, thank you. Tune in. Uh, we are on all the uh, podcast channels. So you can find us. Uh, the name of the show is The Tie, Ty, that's T-Y, dash Bo, B as in boy O, show. And thank you for listening.